You know, babe, one of the things that I think has been great about the book project that we've been doing, we introduced it a couple weeks ago. We just kind of talked about it. We already had one couple on. Yes, we have. So now we have another yes, amazing we couple. We're going to be talking to Felipe and Diana Rojas. And they are an amazing couple. They have a very, very unique story. And they have servants' hearts. And it's so nice to meet people who serve with excellence and they do it with such ease that they make you feel welcome and they make you feel like you're a part of their life and their family. And so we're going to let you guys experience the warmth and love of this amazing couple as they share their unique love story. Coming up next on the Rich Relationship Podcast with Gil and Renee. Welcome to the Rich Relationship Podcast with Gil and Renee, where amazing things happen. Our goal is to help build, repair, and restore healthy relationships. Our primary focus is on the marriage relationship. However, the topics are applicable to the relationships that we value most. Remember, we're stronger together. Let's grow! Well, Felipe and Deanna, we really, really appreciate you guys investing of your time just to come and hang out with the Rich Relationship Podcast community. Again, thank you guys for being here with us. Thank you for having us. Thank you. We know you guys had to go to great lengths to get a quiet room. Thanks for that. And so please tell us a little bit about your unique love story, guys. Absolutely. Um, I'm always the one that jumps in the talk, so I don't know that you want to do the Okay. All right. <laughs> um, so um, let's see. It started these the spring for me. It started the spring of 2000. And my sister talked me into taking um, salsa dance classes with her, and so I did. And um, at that time, we, we live in Pittsburgh, PA, so it wasn't, it, there was not a huge uh, Hispanic community. And so uh, there was even less back then. And when you would take a class, you would kind of, the class after class, everyone would travel to different places to practice together that would host either live music or have a DJ playing um, uh, uh, Latin music. And so um, it was probably the first time I saw him was probably like the earlier part of the summer. Um, and he seemed like a very friendly guy. Um, I don't speak any Spanish. <laughs> he was very limited with English. And um, I, I remember walking up because their, their dance is, is very partner, kind of like our two-step. Um, it's a partner-driven dance, and I'm a, I'm a 70s baby, so we didn't really do partner dancing when I grew up as a teen. I would dance with my parents, but not necessarily dance like with a partner as a teenager. So I was excited to learn how to do the dance, and I saw him out. He looked approachable, so I, I asked him to dance because I love to dance, and, and um, we've been dancing since. And so I don't. I, I'll let him tell his side of the story. I don't know if it would match up or not. <laughs> yeah, it was um, it was a, there was a beautiful time. Um, right when I came here to America, I started a go party at the nights and the weekends. And yeah, this, that's true. Um, I saw her. We saw each other. And and um, I'm or in Mexico. Or I'm from Mexico City originally. And our custom is just dance. Period. And any type, any kind of music, we just dance it. So uh, she, I saw her that uh, she tried to dance and stuff. So she approached, she asked me, you want to dance? Um, back in the day, I used to smoke and drink. I don't do anymore for 16 years, thanks God. Oh, that's and awesome. I, I pulled my pin and my cigar, handed it to my friends, and uh, we danced, right? 
and then from there we hear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We 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 engage. Uh, the funny part of this it was uh, my English was very limited, and her Spanish it was just none. So uh, it was nothing but God to keep us together that uh, we can understand each other in any kind of way. But uh, um, we grew it. We yeah. we did good, and uh, you know we literally would um, like I would go to his job meet him when he would get off and he he was a chef when i met him wow um actually no you were bus you were busted when busted. i met you and um our story is unique in the fact that uh, felipe was undocumented okay. and i was aware of that from the very beginning so um with that came undocumented hours so we didn't have the typical um, dating where you get together on a weekend and make plans um it you know i i would see him at the end of his shift at the restaurant and um even though we didn't share the same language we still were able to communicate we would go literally go for walks in the community um at night when he would get off his ship and i don't even know how i don't even know what we talked about because again we i just, didn't know spanish we just walking uh, around the houses look at the beautiful homes homes yeah. and the area was walking and we just called hands and we just like you know that's unique because uh, most people like if you don't know me, I don't know you. Bye. And we stay. We we learn. Well, I have to learn more English because I'm on the in English country. But uh, um, I think that was a unique connection. That was a perfect connection by God bless because only God and us know how we <laughs> communicate <laughs> the beginning until I start pick up and learn. But for that time, we we don't even struggle in anything. We just kind of like a pointing or you mm -hmm. like it and you know it was just we were patient with each other and communicating we like each other at the beginning so i think that was yeah. the, the key of uh stick together so i have a question so if you guys had to describe yourselves as a dance since dance brought you together what type of dance would you two be mine to be honest i'm pure mexican mm -hmm. so mine is like typical mexican music which is cumbia uh, mm -hmm. um yeah, tell me where you're going with that. <laughs> you, you need to know now, right? <laughs> well, no, because um, 20 years ago when we met, it was a type of salsa, which people call it here, and it's, it's, they put too much on it. And the type of classic dance I have, which is a cumbia, it's just, just regular. We don't add or we don't cut anything. Mm -hmm. On salsa, they add new steps, new rules, new moves. It's just, I'm too old for that. So I think I'm still with that. And I could see, and I don't know if you guys are familiar with the cumbia. The cumbia is a type of salsa, but it is um, it's known towards more towards Mexico and Central America, mm -hmm. um, um, and I think even Colombia made me also. Um, what he was talking about was the Caribbean salsa, so like the, the Puerto Rican, Dominican, they do it a little differently. Right. But, no, ma no mariachi. No, this is no mariachi. But I, <laughs> I can see it being a cumbia because there were a lot of twists and turns. There's a lot of turning. It's pretty similar to uh, cumbia, uh, uh, salsa, but this, no. There's more turning. Um, the, more the, fun. The, the woman gets. <laughs> Um, turned around a lot and so I feel like that that could be a good representation of our our relationship and and you can um, do that so yeah because we're never going the same it's never the same term and there's a big variety of, of terms it's a big variety of terms and so 
you have to trust your partner. Yes, wow. that's um, the key. <laughs> yeah, if you don't have trust for your partner when you're dancing, it, it, it doesn't have the same look or the same effect. And so I would say that we we have we mastered um, mastered our technique with dancing in our relationship. Still growing, but we, we got some steps that we have pretty insane. That's beautiful. And one of the things that kind of stuck out to me is when you guys initially started dancing together, Obviously, there was an adjustment time or a phase of getting to know <laughs> each other's rhythm and those types of things. Mm-hmm. Think about that in the terms of the relationship. How long did it take for you guys to get into a rhythm of, of understanding and knowing each other in spite of the language barrier? Ooh, I would say what? Before. I felt like it was more, I, I felt like it was more, we got more comfortable with yeah. each other maybe our eighth year of marriage or seventh year of marriage and the reason why i say that we always had immigration looming over our relationship this whole time right so that took precedence over everything we couldn't we we dated but it wasn't a normal dating um and when we got married our first couple years of marriage we were still dealing with immigration so I would say probably what around year, and we added two. We already had a child prior to our relationship, and we added two more kids within the marriage. So there were so many moving parts. I felt like we we have learned more authentically about each other the last this this in the sixteen years, the second eight of the sixteen years of marriage. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's so tell us about yeah. the proposal and the wedding and who proposed <laughs> to who and all those good details. Well, uh, that was me. Um, like like he said, I was working many hours. I was working 10 to 10 and weekends, never off weekends. I was used to go in restaurants, so you know weekends one is One day off. Uh, wow. uh, one day off, Wednesday. So my lovely sister-in-law, Sheree, um, she was very involved in my uh, relationship because she was kind of the key on me. That can you tell your sister this? Can you tell your sister that? Because she was more flexible to to you know like to say hook me up with, it, with my uh, my wife now. So by the time she I helped them with the ideas to impress me. Oh, oh he gave, she gave you the yeah. inside <laughs> scoop, so to speak. Yes, yes, yes. Because uh, like I said, I was working all day. So I said, H R A, um, I want to propose to your sister. She said, Oh, you know what? I'm going to make this, I want to my apartment. So she made all the beauty. So oh. she went to the store, to the mall. She gave me a couple of samples of the rings and, and I picked. So, I mean, it was perfect for me, but it wasn't no cool because I say, pick it up and well, she do everything like I'm supposed to do in it. And uh, she, uh, she do the day, we went over to her house. Valentine's uh, day. It was a Valentine's day, oh. 2002. And, um, and, um, she uh, she got the idea have a dinner and uh, she put a ring in the little cake <laughs> and um, we ate the dinner first and then I said you know dessert and she just keep looking at me like well, what is this about I don't think she have no idea or maybe a little bit but um we cut the cake and the the ring come out and I get on my knee and ask her that she would marry me. Diana, did you know it was kind of coming? How did you feel about your sister kind of setting things up? You know, that, no. did that take away some of the the uh, spontaneity or the surprise for No, her? actually, I I was clueless. We so we were. My sister was um, was married at the time, and so she, her first husband, and Philip uh, Felipe were friends. 
So she had this big, um, this big, uh, she told me this party for couples plan <laughs> and we were supposed to um, go over and I, I'm kind of a homebody. So when um, Felipe came to my apartment, I was kind of like, you know, let's just stay in. I really don't want to go anywhere. <laughs> and so I was giving him a hard time, like, let's just watch a movie. And, and he was like, well, let's go. So finally he got me over there. Let me back up some. I actually picked out the ring. I didn't know I was picking out my ring. My sister took me to the mall. I don't know. Yeah, she took me to the mall and told me that she was looking for a ring to tell her husband to upgrade for her. Oh, that was sneaky. I don't don't know. That that may not have been too good for Felipe when it comes to the pocketbook. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Right. So so that's how the ring was picked out. But then when we got to their place, I mean, she she played it so well. Um, She said they had been arguing, so they decided not to have the dinner. And she said, but I want you guys to go ahead and have the dinner. Don't I don't want it to ruin your Valentine's Day. She said, Alex and I will wait on you guys. And she made Mexican food. And I didn't think anything of it. And so then afterwards, they pull out the cake. And on the cake, it says, will you marry me? And there's a ring there. And I was thinking, he was, and I turned around, he's on his knee. And I I know I didn't give him the response he was looking for. Because all I could do, I was so. You were shocked. I, I was shocked. And I don't. I would cry for you, Renee. I'll cry for other people, but I tend to get this uncomfortable laugh when I'm surprised <laughs> oh, and I'm no. excited. Oh, no. You so laughed in I his kept, face. I kept yes, laughing. And he did. was like, well, well, what? And he's like, you're not going to cry or anything? And I, <laughs> but I was so happy and I was so surprised because he has the ability. It doesn't take a lot to move me, but he, when he does, though my sister helped him, I know that his heart was fully in the planning process, yeah. and I know that it came from a good place. And And I know you're asking about um, the proposal, but to kind of give you a better insight, I would be remiss if I didn't share. I'll never forget, I was hosting my exchange student. I was in my apartment, single mom, barely had any money. I told him I wasn't going to do Christmas, no decorations. Um, Ashley was about seven, my, uh, our daughter. And so I said, you know, I'm not going to do it. You know, I was like the, the Grinch. I just didn't <laughs> feel well that Christmas. And I came to my apartment. He had had a key to my apartment. And uh, Fabiani was there, my exchange student. Here they went out to the dollar store. He completely decorated, got a, a little tree with lights on it hmm. and decorated the inside of the apartment. So I know that his his heart was in the proposal yeah. because he's done things, very thoughtful things, you know, um, throughout the dating process. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Man, it almost sounds like we've been watching a lot of Hallmark movies. I know. You guys should do a Hallmark movie. It would be I mean, really good to watch. You know, everything from the proposal to the the, the, the setup with your sister and how you guys orchestrated the relationship. It's unique from the very beginning. Did you realize that it was going to take that turn when that first dance, when you guys first met each other? And even though you, you probably eyeballed each other, you know, when did you, before you even got to the engagement, Felipe, when did you decide that this is someone you wanted to spend the rest of your life with well um we was um it, it is beautiful thing i, I maybe take longer but uh, no, that's okay go ahead 
She used to go dancing in many places. Like she went for me at the night. She take me to my place, take a shower, get you know clothes and stuff. And um, we were just fun. Um, I remember one time we always talk about it. She's we was talking, and I was a little tipsy. She said, "You know, I have a daughter, right?" And I just shake my head on my mind, like, "What is that?" <laughs> so I just laugh like a little, you know. I'm like, "Oh, okay, okay, good." good. And my mother, so my ex brother-in-law, he he been he uh, he was hit four years before me, so he know more English. So I say, "Hey, Alex, what's daughter-in-law?" I say, "Hija." I say, "Oh, oh." I say, "Oh, she have a daughter." I say, oh, okay. Cool. I mean, you know, that's fine. But um, she always encouraged me to to go to the church. She always she never encouraged me to go drinking, go partying and stuff like be a bad person though. Right. And she was always insisting to tonight. She even encouraged me to do the right thing. And uh, it's hard for me because I, 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 I'm a boy. I'm a person. I'm, I'm a guy that, you know, <laughs> you, know you, you know, but um, I, I always feel comfortable. Even we don't speak the language at the beginning. I always feel comfortable with her. And, uh, the, and one time she bring me over to, to my in-law house and we sit and they accepted me kind of good. I was a few rejected, like, oh, I don't fit here. And eventually I just feel comfortable. Like, and, you know, she always share, she always talk, she always tell me what she needs and the stuff. And one thing got me so good from her. One day she, uh, I think that was Thursday, she get paid on Saturday. And it say, you know, most women want money, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, she asked me for money. I said, sure. And she said, I pay you on Saturday. And, you know, because when you hurt, I said, oh, she don't pay me, but she came and paid me. So I was like, she, she's good, you know? Yeah. Uh, and the little thing she told me, uh, I used to dress up. Again, my ex-brother-in-law, he, he wanted me to dress me up like a, like a black person. Like he said, <laughs> I was in bed. So she's like, uh, one day ago, I went to her job. She was so embarrassed. like, no. He took me to the store. She bought me clothes and stuff. So she, she put me on shape, but not to pull me down, yeah. that we can be proud together, you know, so those little things to me is go straight to my heart with no process, because it's, it's a beautiful thing, and I don't have it before so I think for the, the year and a half, I have to um, we're supposed to, she want to take some time off from our relationship, so from Pittsburgh where we live, it's one hour away in the new Mexican restaurant, so I say okay, you need your break, I go to work in there <laughs> so we're supposed to break <laughs> and she used to come see me every Sunday. Oh. Three months. What, what happened? Anna, this is not- what happened, Diana? What happened to the break? Well, so, so you know, two people, you come with your own issues. And for me, um, I was still grappling with, I had my daughter when I was 20. Mm-hmm. And I'm the oldest of three. And I'm the, I'm, I'm the child of teenage parents. And so I never really felt like I got to fully just live without the expectation of responsibility or reporting to someone or even though I, I was helpful, I didn't want, I didn't, I wasn't sure if I fully wanted to engage. And so what happened was I had been engaged twice prior, once to my daughter's father and then a second um, person. And so he, I shared that with him and he was like, please don't ever do that to me. Like if I ever proposed, you know, don't ever take the ring from me and, and, and then cancel. And so um, I, I told him I needed some space um, because at that point, he keeps saying two, but we got engaged 2003. We got married 2004. 
And so, oh my dad died to Okay, my bad. And so, <laughs> and so, um, I respected him, and I didn't want to hurt him like that. And so, I needed to be sure that I wanted him in my life, and I wanted to be in his life forever. And so I asked him for space, and he was giving me space. I'll never forget, I just got my car, and he was the first person I wanted to show my uh-huh. car to, my brand-new car. And um, But he was leaving to go to the other place in um, Indiana, PA. And th- I, we, we broke up, but not because I was still no, talking broke to him. I broke up with him, but I was still- <laughs> It was, it, was, it was probably about 30 days, but I was still seeing him. And and the more I saw him, the more it became clear to me that I'd rather have him in my life and, and do life with him. But he felt like home. So uh-huh. I didn't want us to not have that. Yeah. And um, the next thing you know, that's the following month I ended up getting proposed to. Wow. So, But I was glad that I had gone through that process Um knowing that I made a clear decision because again, as, as I was saying, and, and part of me was thinking, are you crazy? There's immigration looming <laughs> in this situation, but it never, it never seemed so imminent that I did not want to be with him. So I was, I was up for, even if it meant my daughter and I had to go to Mexico because he had to go home. I was prepared to do that. Wow. That's beautiful. You know, and I think a lot of times people don't realize that, there's so much more to intimacy than just sex. And there's so much more to communication <laughs> yes. than just words. And there's so yeah. much more yeah. to being family than just blood. And you guys have proven that with your story. Mm-hmm. And so if you were talking to someone who was in the same situation, dealing with, you know, the obstacles of your past and immigration, what would be one thing that you would share? You guys both share something that you would share with a couple who is facing some of the things you guys faced, what would you share with them? Well, I would share that um, because I was on the same process at the same time with one of my cousins, and for some kind of things, he had issue with the law, so he, he don't make it. Mm-hmm. So I went, but he didn't. So I think the, his wife was scared, and they get divorced. Mm-hmm. But what I can tell people is, like, make sure, no lie at all in anything. Yes. any kind of way because lie is the first thing put you down like you know you know most people driving here we know lies and stuff is accountable on your case be drunk on the street just no record on the car uh, on the justice and um you know be, do the right thing i mean right. we already broke the law to come the, the wrong way why right. we keep it broad? so just do the right thing and you know try to to fix your problem as clear you can right that's good as, because uh, my cousin, like I say, he lied, and at the end, on the final, when we when I decide to go to Mexico to fix my uh, my waiver to or perdón, however they call, the lawyer say you came because you may don't come back. Mm-hmm. So the advice is just make sure you do the right thing. And I I would say make sure that you truly are committed to your relationship and the person's committed to you. Yeah. Um and. The reason I say that is because the one thing when we, the couple of conversations we did have about marriage before the engagement was that we both did not believe in divorce and so it, it, and, and infidelity. And so our job and our goal was to work hard not to get to that situation. And so we consider ourselves a partnership and a teammate. And there's times when, you know, 
one person might be the ball hog, you know, <laughs> passing to the other. But at the end of the day, what is the intention? You know, what is the real intent behind the person's actions and their words? And um, you just can't, um, you cannot take marriage lightly. And you definitely can't take marriage with someone who has um, history. Um, I didn't have immigration, but I had a child. And that was a huge, as we, we were writing some of our story tonight, that was a huge undertaking for him because he doesn't ha- he didn't have any children at the right. time. So he became an instant dad. And so for me, you know, um, I like an immigration to someone having a, a spouse or a partner that's mm-hmm. in prison. A past. We're doing time yeah. with that person. Yes. Um, and so um, I would say, you know, definitely agree upon what you're committing to. And don't commit to something that you don't think you can handle. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we've seen many of good people with, with good solid marriages but were, they were shook to the core because of the, the extenuating circumstance and they just couldn't make it past the fear of what was facing them um, and so you just have to really um, as, as Felipe said tell the truth do things the right way and God honors that he does. he'll yes. meet you he'll t- he took care of us the whole I'm telling you, between our, our church family, our, my, my family, um, with each other, friends, we had so much encouragement, and God met us every step of the way as this man was correcting his situation. Felipe, just listening to the character that yeah. you displayed, even when you were guys were in a dating process, as far as uh, whether it was boyfriend, girlfriend, uh, and now obviously husband and wife, what was the foundation that really that you drew on when you decided that Deanna was someone that you wanted to spend the rest of your life with? You sound like you had a lot of history, even of yourself. Obviously, you did. But what was some of the kind of things that you drew upon that attracted you or drew you to spending your life with? Well, um, I may go back to Mexico. Um, I have a kind of broken home. My dad was abuser. Um, so I don't see love show from mm. parents to kids. So it was kind of empty. So I was looking for a home. And looking for a home is not like a house, like a home, like a family, you know? Yes. And and unfortunately, um, I get cheated in Mexico. And I'm like, I don't want to see a person here because the person cheated in three months, she get married. So it was just like a shot on me. So I started drinking and smoking. So uh, I had the opportunity to come here to, because it was a shame, like I've been cheated, which I was, uh, you know, unexpected that. So when I came here and um, I'm started dating people, I said I don't want that. I just look. I just want stability, and, and that, that was my first word. I knew in English. I want stability. I want it a house. It was not sexy at all. <laughs> <laughs> it was an S. It started with an S, though. Yes, yes. <laughs> I love her for it. But uh, she always, when when I meet her, it was kind of like a connection in the beginning, like a first sign of her, whatever they say. Mm-hmm. And she always listened to me. Wow. You know, she always, even it was my broken real bad, broken English with Spanglish and Chinese sometimes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I learned Chinese too. So she, she was just there. Wow. And you don't see that very often. She was always there at the beginning. And, and I'm like, if you different, I don't even know her, but I feel like I know her. And I think that's was- your wife. Because when I met her, I didn't know her. She picked me up at the airport. I came there to speak. And I just felt connected to her in a way that it, she felt like yes. family to me. 
And she made me, and even her mom made me feel like I belong there. And that's something that people need is to feel like they belong. And so thank you for, that's just who you are. You just say it. You just say it. What I'm going to say it's just you just feel welcome. You just feel home. And eventually we just practice. She's like, honey, I'm going to take you to school because I can understand. I don't, you don't speak my language. I don't speak you. So she threw me to the school. So, so I said, she helped me at the beginning. You know, she went to the school and started practicing and stuff. So, you know, eventually started learning. But to be with her, we did good at the beginning. We, we fight, but it was a big fight. You know, but she made me feel good that we can go far away. You know what I mean? Like she never reacted me. That was the only one time when I, we went to eat at the restaurant and I say, I love you. And she say, no, I, say, I, I, I don't. I don't love you. I say, what? So she explained she even had trouble before, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I said, I won't give up. Wow. So I, wanna, I, I, want, I want you. I say, I, I know I feel I love you. So... That was before she break up. Well, that was before. before she break up. You know, she and Bella break up. <laughs> but, um, but it was just, it was just um, kind of like she take care of me. Like, I was here by myself. I just have friends, but my friends were just party mm-hmm. and working. But I have nobody that uh, struck me. The, the good thing, you know, she, she pulled me to from, literally God used her, pulled me from Catholic to Christian to know God. Because, you know, uh, Catholic, you just you know God, that's it, but you don't know him. <laughs> You know God, but you don't know him. You know, the, and, and one of the things that Felipe was just talking about that made me think about, and you said it when you were taking your break, what was something that was going through your mind when, even though you were kind of separated from each other physically and you were dealing with, what were some of the kind of things that you were doing to kind of resolve that, to decide just to get back with him other than just missing his presence? You know, was there some personal things you were doing to try to resolve in your heart and in your mind about not just Felipe, but just about yourself? Well, I I had um, started journaling years ago, and I actually still have that journal. Um, and um, I had, I forgot I had prayed about being married. And though, um, you know, Felipe shared he came from a home where there was abuse, I didn't have abuse in my home, but like I said, I was raised by very young parents, and so I I was a product of their their dysfunction growing in marriage. So I didn't really have like a fun, happy representation of marriage. Like to me, it felt like I do not want someone in my space trying to tell me what to do, where to go. And so I I I had desired it, but I knew it was just a lot. And because I always say I put the cart before the horse with having the baby first and, and you know having a child out of wedlock um that was already a heavy responsibility so when i took time i had my prayer journal and i had wrote down about seven or eight different characteristics and, and i could tell you this they were characteristics and i didn't know um it was nothing but the holy spirit because nothing wasn't about income nothing was about uh stature Right. There was no ethnicity, no age, nothing, education, none of that was it. It was about, I wanted someone with humor. I wanted someone who would accept my child. I wanted someone who would partner with me. I wanted someone who reverenced God. I wanted someone who had a strong work ethic. It was, it was things about character. And this man, he checked off everything. And even though he came from the Catholic faith, he reverenced God. Yes. And so, and so it was, um, it was easy to connect with him on that level because the things that I felt would make me feel safe, he met those things. And so, 
to answer your question, Gil, it was what I, I didn't, I don't think I really consciously worked on it, but I do think that um, as I began to think about some things that were important to me, he was that, he, he was the image of that person. And I'm just glad that I kept me from myself because Philip always says, he always says God, he prays that God gives him what he needs, not what he wants. Right. And I felt like God gave me who I needed, right. um, even down to the transition with our daughter, being able to call him Poppy Aww. and being able to we not that we didn't have our struggles, but I mean, that's his daughter and that's her Poppy. That's our daughter and that's our grandbaby that she has, you know. And so God was he has used us to stretch each other. And I just want to say, he says a lot of what I've done for him, but with Philip, naturally, I would be able to help him in a lot of areas because this is my homeland. This is my country. This is this is my community. And so I knew the ins and outs. And I saw some of the ways that he was being taken for granted and taken advantage of with people not knowing and not really having anyone to support him. But what he taught me was the value of motherhood Mm. The value of family, the importance of it, the honor in it. And that to me was hugely important mm. because we live very different ways. So like he enjoys when we all sit down at the table and eat. I didn't grow up like that. Yeah. And so for him, it's like your family is your everything. And why would you not want to be around your family? And for me, I was like, I stayed home too long. I'm trying to get away from family. <laughs> and so it's He's given, he gave me in this 20 years that we'll be together this summer, 16 years this year married, he gave me a different perspective and appreciation throughout our time together. And I don't know, he just, he, he makes me feel safe. And it was so funny because I, I never forget, I was dating him and I would say to my one girlfriend, I was like, girl, he didn't call me. I don't know how many times. Why is he calling so much? And it showed, <laughs> and it showed me just how dysfunctional my dating had been because I didn't even know how to be respected in a relationship Mm. or Um, pursued or pursued. Exactly. Like being pursued felt foreign. I was used to someone booking me and scheduling me into their time. And I thought, wow, this is really different. I'm thinking most people are saying like they're, they're calling looking for the person and this person is looking for me. and, And I have questions about it. And so I learned a lot from him um, because he, he actually treated me like a lady. And that hadn't been my experience. And it was so funny because when we would date, and I'm sure he was checking my figure out as well. But what he would say to me, when he would compliment me, he would not objectify me. Mm. Wow. So he would say things like, like I, I like the way your eyes look. Or I like it was something about me, but it wasn't other parts of my body. Yeah. And so that also made me, it was just different. It was a different experience for me. And it, and it helped me and it taught me. He was just a gentleman. You know, he was just a gentleman about. Felipe, you just heard a lot of awesome and amazing things about your character and how you are as a person and the things that Deanna learned. What would you say is something that you have picked up from Deanna after 16 years of marriage that has helped, you know, be a better man? What I learned is like be be a truth, you know, be the truth. Um, two things I always have since I get cheated in Mexico: no divorce mm-hmm. and no cheating. 
Mm-hmm. And she, right when uh, we was talking about eventually before we get married, but I think it was a couple of days before we get married, I said, babe, this is real. We're going to get married. I said, but we go for it? And she's like, what do you mean? I said, I don't believe in she. I don't believe in divorce. So we go for it. Mm-hmm. And said so that moment, she said, yeah. So that's a faithful thing to say to each other before say, yes. I do. Yes. <clears throat> okay, because it's, it's a huge step. Like you say, most people don't make it far. So, but what I learned from her is uh, be faith, loving God. Like she, she always say, God, God, God. And I'm like, yeah, but she always say, you push me a lot. Mm-hmm. But it's like encouraged to me. I take it the encouragement. I take it like a push. Yeah. I say, leave me a break. Leave me alone. But eventually, for years to come, I noticed that she just want the best for me. Yeah. That's that's what I learned from her. Like she she want the best for me. You know, that um she can be proud of. And the same thing, like, we do together but what i learned from her is um just love you mm-hmm. know um yes um that she loved me and, and she knows i love her but the more important like for all these 20 years we together i don't think we never have a big big issue Excellent. but what i learned what i really learned from her is love what i was looking for and, mm-hmm. and i always tell her i know she didn't know sometimes everything i ask god what i need god is my witness i have it That's everything i have you tonight i haven't asked god for it and she's part of it. And she knew before we don't even speak the same language. And it's proof to tonight, like I say, it's been happening. So she's been my, my rock. What I learned also for her is like encouragement. She always encourages you no matter what the situation. She's like I say, she's always there. No matter it's a family member, a friend, or she don't even know the person I'm talking about. She's there. So it's like, wow, you're amazing. <laughs> I mean, I'm married with an amazing woman. <laughs> That's awesome. She never, she never, she never get her back once to me that I can remember. Like, you know what, you're on, you're on, you know what, that's your problem, you know, always there. So it's, it's, it's love. I love this woman. That's beautiful. You know, this has been an awesome, amazing conversation. And as we come to the end, one of the questions that we always like to ask our guests is going back and looking back over your marriage and your time and go back to when you were single, just getting started. What advice would you give yourself knowing what you know now of being together? Two things, to take care of you First, because you can't take care of anyone else or be there for anyone else when you're empty. Mm-hmm. And so to, you know, to start taking care of you and, and get some healing, um, I'm sure that makes, not the challenges won't happen, but it, it could make the road a lot less bumpy. And the second thing is don't stop dating once you're in a relationship. Yes. So once you're married, because kids will come, think life is always going to bring something it's easy to disconnect when you don't partner in things with each other and date and and experience things together. So don't start dating, or I should say, don't maybe not necessarily dating, but don't stop having those moments mm-hmm. together and find connection. Even if it's five, ten minutes, make room to make sure that you connect. And then lastly, being that this is an adult subject, I would say the importance of understanding the value of physical intimacy in your relationship. Yes. Um, it could be a make or break. And it's, it, even if it doesn't seem like it's as important to you, um, make sure that you're, you are taking care of your partner in expressing their love language. Those are the three things. So heal yourself, know yourself, continue to um, find those moments once you find that partner. You know, continue that relationship like it was at the beginning, spending that time together. And also, I'm making sure that you continue with that physical um, connection. 
Wow, that 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 was enough. That could have been a whole show all by itself. And it is. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> Felipe, do you want to follow that up or? Yeah, well, I, I'm thinking different. I, if if I'm gonna give advice to myself when I was young, it's, it's a couple things. To first, be who you are. Oh wow! Yes, be who you are. Be be original. Don't don't try to be somebody else because those, those things come out. Yes. Second, make sure you're in the right place when you are when you want to love someone. Wow. Don't rush to get married because you know because she's cute or he's cute. Or don't rush because you have to meet the person. Even on this time, we still meet each other. So you're never gonna meet the person in two years. So don't rush. Yes. You gonna change? Change for good, not for bad. That is awesome. Wow, that was awesome. You, that's, see, that's, you guys are amazing together. It, it is. <laughs> Thank a, you. And this has been a, my three things. I appreciate the, Great the information. Yeah, and and we really appreciate you guys just sharing your lives and your story. It's so unique just to hear your perspective about things, even in spite of the the barriers where there was language or all the looming things that you talked about like immigration we we appreciate you guys being open you guys are definitely overcomers and again yeah. and we really appreciate you guys again thank you thank you thank, thank you. you thank you for listening thank you for your investment in time remember to subscribe to the show and hit the notification icon to be notified when new episodes are posted on the podcast platform that you're listening from or you can always find us on our website at richrelationshipsus.com or our YouTube channel, Rich Relationships with Gil Renee. If you found this podcast helpful or you think it could help someone that you know and care about, please pass it along and share it with them. And also, you can always send your questions and comments to richrelationships.us at gmail.com. This is a weekly podcast, and the new episodes are going to be posted on Monday by 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Remember, we're stronger together. Let's grow!